Hey everyone and welcome to the first ever episode of the Sports Fanatic podcast. I'm your host Eli and man it's been a long time coming. Um, our heart for the podcast is to be authentic and we're all fellow diehard fans. So um, yeah, hope you enjoy the podcast. Now without further ado, I'm going introduce to introduce our first guest for the podcast, a Collingwood Magpie supporter, a Philly 76ers supporter and a good friend of mine, Nick Johnson. Welcome Nick. Hey mate, thanks for having me on your very first podcast. Yeah, I'm very excited. excited. Yeah, it's good. Um, I didn't think that I'd have a Collingwood supporter as my first guest on my podcast, but <laughs> Look, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> I'm just, there's so much hate about Collingwood. Yeah. And it makes me very sad. But yeah, thank you for being so gracious as to have me on here. It's <laughs> all good. It's, uh, yeah, so today we're just going to talk over the NBA and uh, the deal with their bubble and that sort of thing. Um, and then we'll go into the AFL. Um, we planned this pretty well because round two pretty much just finished, yep. which is nice. So we can talk about that. Um, and yeah, that's all the sport. <laughs> that's all the sport that's on the moment. That's so all that's going on. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> um, so yeah, the NBA last week announced they would be um, taking 22 teams over to Orlando, mm. as you would have seen, um, to Disney World to complete the season. Mm. Um, eight teams are just missing out. So unlucky to those guys. And, and I've heard they're not even allowed to go and hang out <laughs> in Disney World. Yeah. Because one guy was saying, like, if you're booking a trip to go and see players like if you go to disney world hoping oh i might see lebron on splash mountain mm-hmm. uh, it's not going to happen yeah no. because they're not allowed out yep no. and families are limited as well i've seen so yeah, yeah not ideal <laughs> yeah i reckon that's going to be pretty rough yeah so there'll be an eight game regular season um to get the final for the eight seed um there'll be um and then just some more playoffs as usual so yep. yeah yeah um the teams had to vote for approval um, as well as the players, mm-hmm. um, just one team, which was Portland, we were talking about before, yep. did not vote, which was interesting. Your team. Yeah, my team. Yeah. Um, which was interesting, but yeah. Why do you reckon that was? You had some. You had a theory. Yeah. Well, so they wanted twenty teams mm. rather than twenty-two. I because. Think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure that they would have been very confident facing the other two mm. but that's okay oh, who knows could have been yeah. Dame time that's it Dame time hopefully <laughs> we need him yeah right <laughs> be nothing without him yep <laughs> yeah pretty funny um yeah so i guess this question has is pretty relevant to all sport um mm. but what do you what effect do you reckon this bubble will have on players yeah well i was just thinking about like if it was me which I wish it was me, then I'd be earning like $50 million a year. Exactly. That'd be good as. That's three months of off. $3 <laughs> a year. Nah. Um, yeah, if, if if I was going there, just thinking about, you know, family stuff in particular, like mm. you'd be missing your family. Um, just the idea of being, I just feel like they're going fi- to, I know they're going to have a lot of games that they're playing. So that should keep them, you know, fairly um, active and that kind of thing and probably mm. distracted enough. But I don't know. I feel like for for the guys who, in particular, have got young families or that kind of thing, I think that'll play a part. And and I even think when it, when I go away, even just for like a week or, or so, I end up missing my own bed yeah. pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So you think they're going away for what a month or more, depending yeah. on the team. Um, I reckon that that could have an impact on their on their mental health, their emotional health, mm-hmm. and and that's got to come out on the basketball court as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and even especially in the NBA, I guess they travel a lot anyway. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Whereas in the AFL, as we'll talk about later, um, I think that it'll definitely affect them a lot more in mm. terms of being away for a couple of weeks yep. or a couple of months even, yeah, um, definitely. depending. So yeah, yeah, interesting. Yep. Do you know how how much are the AFL guys allowed out of there? Yeah, so I don't think they're allowed too far. Like yeah, they're on right. a golf resort at the moment for the AFL. Far out. Um, but yeah, they're not even allowed to play golf. 
Interesting. So yeah, I reckon you're right. I reckon that'll have a bigger effect potentially mm. than the NBA guys. Yeah, because yeah. they're so used to travelling every day, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and there are talks at the moment as well um, of some players that aren't okay with um, with the bubble and they think that basketball shouldn't even continue because of all this Black Lives Matter right. protest um, protests happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kyrie Irving's been leading that pack and yep. uh, LeBron James has said he wants to go back. Um, yep. and the business is business and they should continue playing. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's also been interesting to see that players don't even want to go back. So yeah. there could be a possibility that maybe... Um, people could or the players could just abandon the season yeah and people were wanting to do that which well is i have noticed from like instagram and twitter and stuff a number of the players have been involved in the protests mm. so like not the riots but the actual protests themselves i've been keeping an eye on them mm. i know um you know matisse thibel and and a few other guys um kyle lowry you know the, there's been a bunch of guys involved in the in the protests just even some of the ones that i follow yeah um you know, so th- there's always that that danger, I guess, that even from the the moment of the, the protests and things like that, you know, you you wait a couple of weeks and maybe you see more cases. Like some of these guys are protesting mm. in in states like New York that are just hugely impacted by coronavirus, are basically ground yeah. zero. So mm. yeah, it it will be interesting to see how that works, and 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 I guess they're they're probably fearing for their own safety a little bit. Mm. Um, and I assume they're able to say no if they want to opt out. Yeah, definitely. But I can't imagine LeBron would be too happy with the season <laughs> being cancelled, so I, I <laughs> no. think he'll do whatever he can. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Because <laughs> the Lakers are probably their best chances, you'd reckon. You'd think so, especially LeBron's had like three months off. So yeah, he'd be, he'd prime be, condition. Yeah, prime if condition. If he wasn't already. He's ready. Yeah, He's That's ready it. to attack. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, and also crowd noises. They've also talked about using 2K crowd noises, um, okay. which is interesting in Orlando. So... That's it's worked really well on the funny. A4 I've seen, but yeah, yeah, just the thought of having 2K crowds in. <laughs> I wonder if they'll just put the 2K commentary in. Yeah, well. that's <laughs> it. <laughs> that would yeah. be pretty good. Look, it's as you said, it's been okay for the f- for the footy for mm. the AFL. Um, NRL I think made it work first, yeah. perhaps as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the AFL noises, so the crowd noises. Like I actually, I've been pleasantly surprised mm, yeah, yeah i thought they'd be a lot more Definitely. lame if you because if you if they used like the afl video game stuff you'd be like <laughs> yeah. oh lord please help us be like but just yeah because they're not good they've <laughs> yeah. never been good whereas yeah the, like i was surprised that yeah when they go to kick a goal like the or they're having a shot or whatever mm. on the run yeah the crowd noises come up and yeah it's pretty really quick as well which is yeah which is good so i don't really know how they do it so well but mm. if they can get uh, the 2k noise is pretty good yeah and the sound effects and i think yeah. they've put a lot of effort into developing that mm-hmm. so if it's going to help yeah why not definitely yeah yeah and commentary will also be in atlanta i believe or uh-huh. something like that right. so okay, commentators will be watching via i assume wow a different so screen or something so they won't like even that. be there no so Fucking it's man. very limited i'm assuming in this bubble if wow. the commentators aren't even allowed so they're just so going to yeah. be watching live feed and commenting. Pretty much. Interesting. Which is How interesting. How is that? Like, will yeah. that impact the delay for the viewer? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they do pre-recorded. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> that would be weird. Oh, yeah. well, it's it's going to be, like, I guess all sports are dealing with this for the first time, hey? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be very odd. Yeah, weird yeah. times. But it's at least we get to see some sport. Exactly. Finally. This past few weeks being pretty pretty yeah. sad without them. Yeah. And yeah. I'm looking forward to the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. That no, should be good. Yeah. Yeah, so heading over to the AFL now, mm-hmm. um, we're going to go over Game of the Week, which mm-hmm. I've decided, just because, you know, we're all with it, yep. um, and Upset of the Week as well. Yep. Um, 
And for future reference, if anyone wants to have a specific game, you can contact us via Instagram at the Sports Fanatic Podcast, um, and we'll we'll all the highly voted ones will uh, yeah decide to analyze those ones and have a look at those. Sounds good. Um, so for the first one, game of the week, uh, the first game back Richmond versus your Pies. The draw. <laughs> I'm really sorry, everyone, yeah. that you had to endure that. That was... 36 apiece. Th- yeah. So I'm just looking at, at some of the uh, the action here. Quarter two, the six-minute mark, six minutes and 40 seconds to be precise. Tom Phillips kicks a goal, and that was the last goal that Collingwood <laughs> kicked. And Five so behinds in the second half. You know, and you got Dugowie missing a couple of times, and, uh, like, it's just... Mm. Yeah, look, wha- I was happy that we... Because I had a little bit of a, uh, not a stoush, but a conversation with someone on Twitter about this, mm-hmm. uh, where they were they were picking on Collingwood, and I think they were a, they were a, uh, I think they were a Carlton supporter. So mm-hmm. I thought, come on, yeah, do you really have the right to pick on Collingwood? Anyway, <laughs> sorry, Carlton supporters. So they were picking on Collingwood, and I was like, well, you know, the fact that we, okay, you can look at it two ways. Collingwood, uh, in some senses, performed super bad, particularly quarter two and beyond. That but first quarter was amazing, though, mind right? you. Right, and then we <laughs> s- to only perform well for one quarter and then somehow not lose could be seen as a positive. Mm. On the flip side, to only perform for one quarter yeah. is definitely a, a, a negative. So, and and Richmond obviously fighting, arresting control of the game mm. after the first quarter because Tom Lynch kicked three of their five goals. Yeah. So it's yeah, no Jack Rewalt, no. None of their small forwards really kicked mm. any either, I don't believe. So, yeah. yeah it's Just really interesting that there wasn't too much. Like, I mean, Tom Lynch is, is virtually unstoppable. Mm. Um, but, yeah, there just wasn't a lot of players that really uh, took the game on yeah. and, and, and really shone through. I mean, there's s- some players still... I was surprised by some of the stats, given the shorter quarters. Mm. Um, like, you know, Pendle still picked up the 31 yeah. and, and Sidey got 27 and a goal. But, um, you know... The, it, the fact remained that I don't think I don't know who would you have picked for for best on. Would you have gone with with Lynch or Nah, probably Pendles. He had a, he was yep. pretty influential with his th- with his thirty one as well. Yep. Um. Yeah. Just seemed to lead the the pies um, yep. throughout the game and probably hold them off, yeah. hold the Tigers off even with a f- couple of defensive efforts as well. Yeah. And Jeremy Howe had a great game as well. Yeah. That's another one. I, I Seven intercept forgot. possessions. I think he had. Yeah. So incredible. Some ridiculous. And efficiency wise. Um, you know, there was other than the the obvious ones like your rough heads that are always going to go at 100% because they get about two kicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, guys like uh, Dacos, Maynard, Dacos went at, you know, 87%, Maynard at 86 mm. Even Even Taylor Adams having 21 uh, disposals going at 85%, mm. which is pretty good for Adams given he's high pressure in and under player yeah. uh, who traditionally gets picked on for his, you know, by me, yeah. for, his, <laughs> for his disposal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, there's some some little positives we can mm. take from that as, as Collingwood supporters. For, for Richmond fans, um, I don't know, how do you reckon you'd see it as a, if you were, if you put your Richmond hat on? Mm. Uh, it's hard to put the Richmond hat on. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, to fight back the way they did was pretty good. Um, even had the chance to probably win the game as yeah. well towards the end. Yeah. Um, the controversial Jack Higgins... Mm. Um, incident as well. Mm. Kick snapped the goal. About it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, snapped the snapped a good goal. Um, yep. in his first game back from brain surgery. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, had a yep. couple Amazing. couple chances. I reckon to probably steal that one. Yeah. Um, just didn't capitalize, which yep. which was uh pretty surprising. Yeah. Um, but all this had had to have been just rust getting yep. off from you know th- what three months off. Yeah, and and I think they there's there's that, and I think just. There's the occasion as well, like mm. going first. I, I remember 
um, even a few years, oh, it was a long time ago now, actually, it was probably like 2000 and, would have been about 2012, uh, 2011, I think it was, I think it was Geelong and St Kilda played uh, the first game of the season, or one of the first games mm-hmm. of the season on maybe the Friday night. Um, and remember just thinking, wow, these two teams suck. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was about 30, 40 apiece, something like that. I think Geelong maybe held on one by point or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was obviously a little while ago. Um, and just thinking, wow, those two teams are, you know, they're, they're going to struggle because it was a such a scrappy game. Mm. But then, of course, that year Geelong wins the premiership and, yeah. and St Kilda weren't, weren't terrible either. So I think, you know, these guys, they're going first uh, and uh, for the round and, you know, having all that time off, um, mm. I think... And th- and they they've always been pretty evenly matched, particularly over the last couple yeah, of years. Like, like we, we won, lose one mm. kind of situation. Yeah, with the tips, like I would have had no chance. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, one or two point margin, you'd guess. Yeah, that's right. But like, yeah, and I think a lot know. of people were were hoping somehow both would lose, and that's what yeah. ended up happening. <laughs> so well done, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Your two most hated teams are both it. lost. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um. So now upset of the week. Obviously, um, we're probably going to talk about the Gold Coast West Coast. Well, mm. we are going to talk about it. Um, yep. big win by the Suns. Amazing. Um, yeah, just simply up play the Eagles. Really, mm. um, it was Gold Coast fourteen six ninety to West Coast six ten forty six. Yep. Um, Gold Coast forty four point victors in the end, which is just ridiculous. Yep. They just seem to have possession, have more time with yeah. the ball. Yeah. Essentially. Well, I, I was watching the. Uh, the showdown game that yeah. and my I was sitting with my father-in-law and and he was uh, getting the updates on his on his phone mm. and um, he's going oh well Gold Coast is actually ahead and you're kind of thinking oh that's just West Coast being rusty but yeah. then it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and you know looking at the stats Gold Coast kicked five goals to West Coast's one uh, in the third quarter mm, the third um, quarter was really really pivotal yeah. um, for that yeah. I think West Coast took the second quarter um, yep. After Gold Coast were in front yep. in the first, that's true. Yep. Um, and yeah, just blew them away in the third quarter. Blew them away, and then and then you know they went on to, to really seal it with three extra g- extra goals in the final term, uh, but kept West Coast scoreless, which is um, pretty significant. Mm. And of course, we had that massive standout game from from Matt Real, yeah, uh, with the twenty six touches, two goals. Uh, and he ended up with uh, better better stats than most of the uh, you know you look at I, I was like wow you know Tim Kelly first game mm. and you know had twenty four touches but at forty five percent efficiency yeah. like Matt Rail's gone twenty six touches eighty percent yeah wow he two had goals a standout game all the in and under young ball yeah um, probably the next Joel Selwood I'd say oh golly um, get him yeah. to Collingwood please yeah. <laughs> actually no stay on the Gold Coast I'm yeah, okay with that we need <laughs> just don't go to Geelong yeah. <laughs> we need we need Gold Coast victories like this I reckon. Yeah. Yep. First win in 400, uh, just about 400 days. Yeah. So over a year without a win, um, they needed this one. Yep. And it's good for the competition. Um, mm. It's great for the, uh, the AFL. And I think it's really cool uh, that Gold Coast have really gone into this year with everyone just going, they are going to be trash. Yeah. Right. And this is before coronavirus. Happened, I think it was like, right? there was $6 yeah. like on the betting odds. Y- for, and for Wooden Spoon or for, oh, for, for this game here. Oh, for this game. Yeah. And wow. West Coast for $1.05. Wow. Cents. So. Golly. If you bet on Gold Coast. And someone would have. Big winner. <laughs> well, I, I actually tipped Adelaide for that reason against Port. Yeah. Because I was like, <laughs> you know, in my mind, you know, Port should smash Adelaide. But I'm just going to tip Adelaide because yeah. I feel like in Bit that of a dark showdown situation, mm. maybe, you know, I think th- that game is always a 50-50 as yeah. well. It's a little bit like Anzac Day and those kinds of yep. things that, you know, the better team doesn't always win. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but Gold Coast, I mean, 
to be a Gold Coast supporter and see someone like Matt Rowell uh, coming out. And, and even though Anderson, I think they both combined oh yeah. for 55 touches, so yeah. one and two yep. picks from last year. Yep. Um, so I think that's a really bright future for them as yep. well. Just gives them some hope. Yeah. Like that's, you just want to see them have a crack. <laughs> like, even if that's the one game they win this year, yeah. like, just <laughs> have a crack. But, you know, um, you know, King had a good game, mm. uh, and there was a few others as, as well. Weller had a great game. So, you know, to and they're going up against, you look at West Coast forward line it's yeah. and their back line. It, they're one of the strongest forward and back lines I've seen. And they've just and added Tim Kelly in the to middle. To midfield, yeah. Yeah, so they've got Shuey, Gaff, Kelly, etc. Like, heck. Yeah. To, to go up against that and That's win. That's pretty crazy. Yep. With no huge names. Yeah. Like, right. Hugh Greenwood from Adelaide come yep. over the last preseason. Yeah. Didn't have the... He had a all right game like yep. for winners, but yep. yeah, no huge names coming no. out of the Suns at the moment. No. Well, it's funny you say that because <laughs> little little story for you. Mm. Well, last time I came back uh, on, on a plane just before coronavirus, it was literally two weeks before, came back from Victoria to, to Adelaide and um, got off the plane and was down getting my luggage. It just so happened that the Gold Coast Suns had, had rocked yeah, right. up in Adelaide at that exact same time. So they're all getting their luggage. Mm-hmm. And I'm literally walking through and I'm like, I don't know any of you. <laughs> like, I, I, I usually get quite starstruck with footy players. I'd, I'd be like, oh no, there's that player, there's that player. Mm. Did not know any of them. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I wouldn't even know who to ask an autograph from <laughs> yeah. because there is no famous people here right now. So mm. the fact that th- I, I actually think that'll play to their advantage. I think yeah. they've s- they started off in a way that it was like they've got Gary Ablett, you know, they should they should be winning games and they mm. should become something big. They've got Harbour, et cetera. Um, and they kind of didn't really go anywhere. I think yep. I think everyone pumped them up so much. Now everyone's got no expectations of them. Yeah. And I think that's the time where they could thrive. Mm, even yeah. Richmond, I think, a couple years back, yep. um, all their small forwards and their pressure, like yep. all no names, um, yep. but just had that um, that pressure, mm. um, tackling pressure in the Ford 50 and that, which one of them, you know, two grannies. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, no namers just coming up through the ranks. Yep. And yep. Yeah, they've obviously done well for them. So yeah. yeah, and a lot of those guys were the same guys that, you know, what, 18 months previous to their first grand final, we're saying, man, these guys are all plotters. Like, yeah. <laughs> so often you see these teams, and until they start winning some, some finals, mm. everyone just doesn't really rate them that much. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it can happen pretty quickly, yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So I've got a couple of questions for you. Um, we're going to be asking our guests these questions. Yep. Um each week as they come on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, your favourite sporting idol growing up? Uh, yeah, definitely Nathan Buckley yep. for me. I figured. Like, I know he's got the, uh, you know, a bit of that, the arrogant vibe going on. Um, I actually have liked how he's become since uh, since the big review that we that Collingwood did mm. a couple of years back. I think he's really changed. He's softened, become a lot less arrogant. He's fantastic with yeah, the media. Yeah, because I only, I only, like, probably know... Buckley is yeah, is that soft and up, yeah. you know, relational kind of yep. coach. Yeah, I'm not having followed. Obviously, I wouldn't have been that. I would have been pretty young no. when Buckley yeah. was playing, of course, um, or not born at all. Yeah, but yeah, just seeing him now, like yep. he's you know your your ideal coach yeah. essentially. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, and he he seems to have invested in relationship with him, but uh, with the players. But I just think that um, yeah. So growing up, just going and you know, I was I was quite young, but getting to watch him mm. just bullet point passes on on either foot mm. just his disposal was ridiculous his mm. accuracy was ridiculous his drive you know he could kick a goal from he could kick set shots on the run he he some days you just see him be like right i'm going for it he'd kick a goal from the center square yep. on the run like just some of the stuff he did was just ridiculous and, yeah. and winning a you know a norm smith in a 
in a grand final, um, you know, in a losing grand final. Mm, that's like that, d- something. that doesn't ha- happen very often. No. So, you know, that's quite unusual, especially when you look at who Brisbane had at mm. the time. They had guys like Voss and Lepic and these guys that you're like, wow. Um, mm. And yet, uh, you know, Bucks comes in, wins that. Uh, he was just great to watch. I, I do remember being at a game where um, he'd kind of come back because he had hamstring issues mm-hmm. and we were kind of thinking, man, when's he going to retire? And, and uh, you know, he came back. And uh, I remember just watching him go to the boundary line and he, he um, ran towards the ball and then ended up kind of falling over the boundary line and you just saw straight away him, he, he just smacked the ground mm. and, and, and went off. And he'd only been playing for 10 minutes, but you just knew. I yeah. think that was his last game. Yep. So I mm-hmm. remember, I feel like it might have been more playing the Bulldogs or St Kilda or someone. And yep. and I just saw that and went, oh man, that's the end of Nathan Buckley. You yeah. know, he's, he's done now. So yeah. that that sucked as, yeah. as a young guy seeing Definitely. that. but. Bucks was just amazing. Yeah. Yep. And favourite sporting moment? Well, it has to be the 2010 Grand Final. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, look, uh, I mean, the other one, not to rub salt into the wounds, but was the, the, the prelim um, that year against Geelong mm-hmm. was probably when I realised we were a really good side. Mm. Um, it was yeah. a great game as much as it was... Yeah, like... Not. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, for a Collingwood supporter, that was about as good as it gets. Yeah. Um, and then the Grand Final, look, we... It was disappointing drawing the first one, and I think well, that... Well, probably deserve to lose it in the I end. I know, I know. And that's the thing. I <laughs> Sorry, think Saints fans. I think this is the thing with Collingwood, though, and it's very frustrating. Is like, whenever we... I actually think it's it wouldn't surprise me if Collingwood win the grand final this year, because mm. it'll be the year that we all go, eh, no one really cared about that year. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that, you know, in 2010, mm. we really should have... We'd, we'd knocked off St Kilda before. I think we were the best team in that first game. And then we just let it slide. And then that meant that the following week when we came out and pumped them, it was, there's always kind of this thing of like, eh, you probably shouldn't have won last yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> sh- shouldn't have drawn last week. That yeah, so there's a bit of an asterisk on the grand final. Exactly. So mm. there's always that that thing. Um, we never seem to just win things by merit. But <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the 2010, and look, I think um, 2011 season was the best I've ever seen a Collingwood yeah, team be. Mm. Um, and we just limped to the finish and just then Tom Hawkins just came out and decided to be a good AFL a, player. What a unit. Oh. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> love him. That and look, I could come up with all the excuses right now, but that wouldn't be fair on Geelong, who were fantastic and, and really finished that year off so well. But, yep, 2010 grand final. Yeah, um, that's big. I, Philly hasn't given me anything to be super excited yeah. about <laughs> yet. So <laughs> A lot of round one picks, first picks. And yeah, look. I was hoping we'd beat Toronto, and yep. that would have been a pretty good moment. But yep. you know, Kawhi just uh, destroyed <laughs> destroyed my dreams. So yeah. as he yep. did a lot of people. I yeah, reckon. that's right. That bounce so just ridiculous. Yep. Anyway, crazy. <laughs> cool. Thanks for joining us this week. Much no worries, appreciated. Mate. It was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, make sure to check out the socials uh, at the Sports Fanatic Podcast on Instagram for your daily sporting fix. Um, also, if you have any feedback for us, how we can do better, um, let us know on those socials as well. Um, Yeah, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye.